Hi, family, and welcome to Jordan's Journey Podcast, your number one resource to help you grow in life and in faith. I'm your host, Jordan Thorpe, where we talk all things your journey to becoming, becoming who God is calling you to be. So if you're ready to learn and grow along your journey, stay tuned. Hi, family. Welcome back to another episode of Jordan's Journey Podcast, where we are talking with real people with real lives, with real testimonies, sharing their stories with us. And today we have another special guest. Her name is Brittany Azell. And I'm so glad that she is here with us to share her story. So Brittany, if you would like to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, that would be great. Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany Azell, and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm excited to talk with you today. Okay, Atlanta in the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, are you born and raised Atlanta? I was born here. I'm a Grady baby, for those who know. They know. Um, but I grew up in Orlando, Florida, and I moved back here for high school. Okay, awesome. Well, let's get into our question. So when did you come into the realization that there was a God? What happened? And take us back to that day. Yeah, that's an an awesome question. So I think for me, I grew up going to church um, as a child. So at a young age, I was exposed to God. Um, I think for me, when I really realized, okay, God exists was when he started to show me that he would answer my prayers. So even at a young age, like I would be sitting in classroom praying over my tests and, you know, God always anything little, anything big, like he always showed himself to answer my prayers. So I started believing at a very young age. So believing, is, is that the same time you also felt like you had a relationship with him as well? No. So the extent of the relationship was I knew I could ask him for things and he would respond to me up until college, my junior year of college. I have a really close best friend um, from high school and she got really serious in her walk. And I just kind of saw what the Lord was doing in her life. And I was like, Perhaps I need to be serious in my walk with God. Like people should know that I'm a Christian. Um, That's when I really started to read my word and and just really grow in intimacy with Christ. So that was in college? Yes, that was actually, it was was my junior year of college. It was New Year service that like that that one service just kind of like resonated with me. And um, actually that semester I was going to study abroad in Spain. So I ended up reading through, you know, the entire Bible during that time I was abroad. And yeah, that just really just started everything from there. So when you were studying abroad, you were, were you by yourself a lot? Yes, I was. Uh, I stayed with like an older couple. They were so nice and sweet, but I had like my own little room. And of course, that was my first time being away from home. So after a certain period of time, I got homesick. So I would be in my room a lot, just reading or listening to music. So you were kind of like in an isolation period and God's like, oh, this is where I'm going to intercede here. Yeah. And so what has it like, what has the journey been like ever since yeah. you started the relationship? Mm-hmm. It's been amazing because, you know, once you get into the word, like you get to know so much about God that you don't know until you actually start reading his word. You know, even if you go to church every Sunday, you can only get so much from the preacher. So I feel like the Lord 
really started to reveal himself to me. And I just learned how to lean on him and depend on him in my day-to-day walk. And yeah, it's just like, once you come to the realization that you don't have to do it on your own, that you have help, it's just life is so much easier. I don't want to simplify it, but. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it does, it does bring an ease to it. I think that's important to bring up because life is hard. Life is can be hard, you know, without God, but it can be hard with him as well. But when you have relationship, it brings ease to the point where you, you just kind of feel like you're not by yourself, that there's like a higher calling and purpose and a governing power that can kind of help lead you and guide you. And so that's so good. So you were in college, you found God, you start reading your word. Um, I was the total opposite. I in college, I'm still partying, I'm still hanging out. So was that difficult you difficult for you to navigate? Were there like any challenges because you know you were young? Um, so were there still challenges you had to overcome because you started at a young age mm-hmm. with your with your walk? Yeah, there were definitely challenges. I will say that I've always been more on the reserve side. So okay. I didn't have to like <laughs> it's not that I didn't have to let go a lot of ways, but there were less temptations as it relates to like, oh, I'm, you know, being wild and crazy and I have to kind of reel it in. But I will say there were still challenges because it exposed things in me that I didn't realize needed to change. Mm. So I had to go through that process of like, oh, I wasn't as good as I thought I was. <laughs> so Yeah. So what were some of the things that were exposed? Definitely lust. So I, I always wanted to wait until marriage. Like that was always a goal. Um, and then even being in college, I fell short in that area Um, during my time while I was in college. And I feel like, you know, especially when you get serious with your walk with the Lord, that's when the enemy really tries to come in and and throw temptation your way. So yeah, yeah, there were definitely challenges as far as the temptation. Um, But yeah, I was able to to relinquish them over to the Lord and not walk in a place of condemnation, but it took some time to get there. But yes, definitely, I would say Lust was one of those areas where I didn't always thought since I just thought about it and I didn't do anything that it was fine. But it's like, no, the more you think about it, you meditate on it like that, then you're going to eventually act on it. Mm. So he started revealing you some air, er- revealing to you some areas that, you know, you needed to work on. Mm-hmm. And so where are you now in your walk and how long has it been? So yeah. since you've been walking with God. So since junior year of college, okay, I'm going to date myself. You don't have to give us too much. <laughs> you know, you don't You're not comfortable. Been over a decade. I'll say okay. that. Over a decade. Um, and where I am now, I don't know. I just, I'm at such a great place. Like, I've yeah. got to have such a closeness with the Lord, like where I can go to him about any and everything. And I absolutely do. I feel like I'm just so aware of in every situation, like, okay, bringing this to God, or even if I don't sit down and pray about it, like just aware of how it affects me as being a Christian, as a a woman of God. Um, Yeah, it it affects every decision that I make as far as my work or who I date or um, what I eat, like just every aspect of my life. It's just, 
involved with Christ and not even in like a compulsive, like, oh, you got to do this or you got to do that. Or you, like you want to like, cause you know, the Lord knows what's best for you. So that's where I am right now. So what would you tell someone who is like maybe in college and they're, you know, on the fence of their walk and you were in college and you were able to overcome a lot of those temptations and just figuring it out, you know, early. So what would you tell someone who may be in that similar situation who's trying to figure it out? Yeah, I would definitely, if I could go back and tell college Brittany some things, I would tell her too. And this is no shade to the people I hung out with in college, but I would definitely tell Brittany to surround yourself with other Christ-minded people who are wanting to walk down the same path because it's hard to stay in a pure and a holy place when you're not surrounded by pure and holy things. So I think your community is first and foremost, you know, outside of you having your own intimate time where you're in the word and spending time with God in prayer, I would say next to that is your community and who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with Christ-minded people, then when you're, you know, when you find yourself in difficult situations, they can give you good, godly Christian advice and, and kind of help you along and or even just pray for you or pray with you. Like you can't underestimate just the power of agreement and just having people who are agreeing with the lifestyle that you want to have. Yeah, it reminds me of the scripture that is bad company corrects, corrupts mm-hmm. good character. Yes. So your environment plays an important role, even, you know, as adults today, you know, as you're going along your walk, surrounding yourself with people who are just like-minded, going along the same path as you, the Bible tells us that community is important. Iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. That's how we learn and grow by, you know, coming together with like-minded people. What would you say your community is like now? My community is good. I think I'm very intentional about the people that I interact with. So a lot of my community is my church family, of course, you know, my regular family and friends. But and then even just what I watch on TV or listen to, um, just making sure that I'm feeding myself things that are good. Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching the air gates, the eye, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what we entertain. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, I have some friendships that I've kind of had to distance myself from. And, you know, that's where it goes back to the Lord leading you. Like the Lord will show you who you should kind of separate from, like who you need to cut off completely versus like who you can kind of, you know, keep in touch with, understand what's going on in their lives, but not involve yourself with as much. So um, that's where I am. I have some people that, you know, I keep in touch with them, but I know that they're not on this, they might be on the same path, but they're not as the same place. I'll say that they're not in the same place as me. So um, I keep in touch with them. You know, I can be a light to them. They can be a light to me in other ways as well, but they don't need to be intimately involved in my life. So mm. how do you discern who needs to be involved and who doesn't? Like, yeah. how, do you, how do you make that decision? Because I know like we grow, we evolve, we change. And so our circles are going to change. You know, the things that I was into five years ago, I'm not into 
And so how do you discern who gets to stay and who gets to leave? Yeah, I think, well, first and foremost, I think the Holy Spirit, like, I think the Holy Spirit kind of starts to stir up something in you. Maybe you might get uncomfortable with like, okay, this isn't fun like it used to be, or "Mm, this doesn't feel right. So I think the Holy Spirit definitely gives you that discernment to know when you need to kind of separate. Um, And then, of course, the word of God. You know, if, if that person is speaking things over you or over your life or saying things to you that don't really line up with who God says you are or what God says you can have, or they're just negative and, and not in agreement with where God is leading you, I think that's an indicator that you need to separate from that person as well. Yeah, because we all get to a season where um, we have to take inventory of who's in our lives, you know, and understand what serves us and what what is no longer serving us Mm -hmm. so that we can continue to grow and evolve you know our our best version and so Brittany where can we find uh any information as far as your social media handles how can we find you yeah you can find me at bountiful underscore brit on instagram or um, the author Brit on other platforms. And uh, my website is getworkfreedom.com. Okay, so you're an author. Yes. Okay, tell us about your book. Sure. So my book is called Work Freedom, God Turns Burden into Blessing. And it's pretty much my personal testimony of how God kind of took the burden of work away from me once I started to depend and rely on him and just the freedom in doing so and just giving people practical tips on how they can experience work freedom in their lives. The burden of work. Yes. <laughs> you talk about that a little bit. What does that mean? Yeah. So, I mean, some people work in jobs that they absolutely love. I don't know that if that's the majority of people, but um, well, let's say the majority of people are <laughs> at a place where they do not want to be there or mm-hmm. they just they feel like, you know, they've been there for some time and maybe there's more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I just I reached a place where I wasn't satisfied in my work life. Um, I wasn't, I couldn't quite pinpoint it. I was like, well, this is, you know, this is the job that I prayed for and, you know, I was making decent money and it really was weighing heavy on me. And I just felt like it's probably weighing heavy on other people as well. And work is so important because we spend most of our time at work. You know, people spend more time at work than they do with their families and they do really anything. So for me, it was important to, kind of go on this journey of how do I kind of let go? Like, how do I find fulfillment in what I'm doing? Mm. How did you find it? It it was a journey. It was a journey with the Lord. Um, So basically I had lost my job and that's when the Lord taught me dependence on him. Like when I tell you that for four years, I didn't have a job. I didn't have any income coming in and, I didn't go without a thing. I didn't go without a meal. I still have my home. I still have my car. Like, yes, I did start to accrue some debt. But even, you know, when the Lord was bringing me out of that season, I was able to pay that off. So he really just showed me that you can depend on me. Like, I will literally make a way out of no way. Yeah. 
I always, you know, tell people when they are entering into the kingdom, you know, you, you're going to your, your faith is going to be tested and you're going to have to take a leap of faith. And whether that is relocating, leaving everything, you know, to walk into the unknown, whether it's leaving a job that you've been at for years um, and that job may have served you for a season. But now it's time to see what God has next. You're going to have to take a leap mm-hmm. and walk into the unknown and you're walking with God. And then God shows you that he is the ultimate provider. He shows you that he is the ultimate healer. So he starts to really see the characteristics of God when you take that leap and you're walking with him when you're, when you're walking with him into the unknown. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like that's kind of like what you experienced. Now, did you find your, fulfillment while you were in that season or he'd give you instructions on what he was calling you to do after you were in that season of just you and him after you left the job? Mm -hmm. So yeah, like right after um, I was laid off, I felt like the Lord was telling me to go into business for myself, Mm -hmm. but I was very insecure about that because, well, for one, I'm like, well, Lord, how am I going to go and do what I just got laid off doing? Like, so I was, there was a lot of self-doubt about me actually doing that. And I'm like, well, how am I going to get business? It, it was so many unknowns. Um, so I I tried it a little bit, you know, you like put my pinky toe out, but not really fully went for it. Um, and then I felt like the Lord was telling me to start working with startups to do startup consulting. And it was the same thing. Like I started working with somebody that I knew had a company. I was just consulting with her for free just to start. And then I was able to get somebody after that, but it still was never like a full fledged, I'm just going for it. But again, that just went back to my insecurity and just even my personality. Cause I'm not necessarily one who usually puts myself out there. Um, but fast forward, like the Lord built my confidence up over time. And when I eventually came out of that season, I started back working. I started back working for somebody who owned her own company doing what I was doing before. And then I started working with somebody who owned their own company, um, working with startups. So it was like the Lord was telling me what to do. And then I didn't believe in myself, but I at least took some steps to try. And then he placed me in a position where I could learn from people who are doing that. And so now I'm in a place where I have my own company and I am doing it. And the Lord is sending me business because I still don't, you know, be knowing what to do in that department. But the Lord is literally like every step that I take, I just see him having people reach out to me, just connecting me with different people because I have a different level of trust in him now than I did when I was first laid off. Right. There's levels to the there's levels mm-hmm. to your faith. There's levels to your trust. And that's why you have to go through that testing. Because right. You don't really get to experience him as pro, as a provider mm-hmm. until you stop providing. When you don't right. have any, <laughs> your needs are still being taken care of. Exactly. Like, oh, my bank account is not my provider. But exactly. God is the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so good. And so... Uh, Tell us about your consulting company, the name, like the services, what you're doing there. Sure. So after I wrote my book, Work Freedom, 
I really felt like the Lord was leading me to really take that message into different organizations. So with my my company is called Renew Change Solutions. My background is in change management. So my background is going into companies and organizations and helping employees make different changes. And so I really want to go into organizations, nonprofits, educational institutions, corporations, and kind of build up a Christ culture within those organizations, specifically focus on wellness, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical wellness for employees, but with an emphasis on the spiritual part, because, you know, you can't leave Christ out of the wellness, the well-being conversation. We need him. (laughs) Right. So I'm interested to know how does that work with companies? Like, are companies okay? Do do you go in with, you know, telling them, or is it just something that's just a core that you keep to yourself? Or how do you present that to Mm -hmm. them? Yeah, that's an interesting question because I've had this conversation a lot. And, um, you know, one person recently asked me, am I going to be bold with it? And I said, yeah, I just feel like the Lord is saying that everybody already has like taken him out of everything. So I need to put it up front. So I think there are organizations, um, for instance, there is like a nonprofit. They do transitional housing for women. Um, and as a part of their program, they want to prepare the women to go out into the world on their own. So they're open. Um, I had a conversation with uh, the CPO of Chick-fil-A last week. So just, again, the Lord is directing my path. It's not anything I'm trying to strive after. I do believe that the Lord is going to connect me with those organizations, those people, because ultimately that's what organizations are, the people who are in them, those people who have an openness to bringing him into the work environment. So, yes, I'm going to. It's, my website says Christ. It says faith-based. Um, right, right, right. No, I love that because it tells us to be bold. It tells mm-hmm. us to be bold. There is a boldness that we should have as believers. And as you were speaking, it made me think about, um, you know, your book is called Work Freedom, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Work Freedom. And so now you would say, like, you have work freedom. You <laughs> yeah. And so once you took that leap of faith, it would, and now you've entered the kingdom and it's like you're no longer working for the man, but you're working for God. And mm-hmm. he has given you something that has probably never been done um, before. I've never heard of a service like this. Um, so and that's one of the things I feel like we can look forward to as believers you know, when we take that leap of faith and God gives us, you know, a download and instruction as we're walking with him, we're working for him. Yes. So we can incorporate business and ministry. Like it doesn't have to be like go to church on Sunday, go to work on Monday, but you start to dwell with God daily and everything that you do. And even in your business, it's going to be a reflection of your relationship with God. Exactly. Yeah, so I also wanted to um, mention um, with work freedom. Oh, so how can someone who is at their job incorporate Christ-centered um, initiatives where they're at? What were mm-hmm. some of the things that like they can do just to kind of have a culture, a Christ-centered culture where they are? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we are called lights, so they can definitely be a light within their workplace. 
not involving themselves with, you know, gossip, backbiting, trying to pull anybody mm-hmm. down, just personally walking in integrity. You know, you know what you would want somebody to do if it was your business. So just looking at it from that vantage point, just operating in a place of integrity. Um, of course, you know, you can share the love of God with others. You never know what people like at any given point in time, people are usually going through something. So just being patient with people, you know, the word says that love is patient and it's kind and it's, it's gentle and it doesn't envy. So just walking in love towards your coworkers, that will draw them to you and that will be a witness to who you are as a Christian. And then you'll be in position to, you know, share the gospel Share who Christ is to you. Share your personal testimony with your coworkers. That's good. I love that. Just see the light. Mm-hmm. See the light. Well, um, Brittany, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so glad that you were able to share um, your story. And uh, where can people find your book? If you can share the website again or any information about your business, where can they go? Yeah, so the website for my book is getworkfreedom.com and it's on Amazon as well. And then my company site is renewchange.com. Thank you so much, Brittany, for joining us. And we will see you guys in our next episode of Jordan's Journey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by this episode. For additional resources to help you grow in life and in faith, along your journey, visit jordansjourneycoaching.com. Until next time, God loves you so much and so do I.